This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. Good afternoon. This is Earth Matters on The Bigger Picture. I'm Juliet Jacobs. It's not our usual Monday slot, but it is the last Earth Matters for the month. And so today I'm joined by Wong Siu Lin, co-founder of Makaranga, for a roundup of environmental news from the month past. So on the agenda today, we've got court cases, both for and against uh, local Indigenous communities in Malaysia and also a civil society organisation uh, promoting Indigenous rights in Sarawak. We've also got the topic of food waste and arts and environmental activism. So quite a mixed bag of topics today. Siu Lin joins me to share more. Welcome, Julian. How are you today? I'm good, thanks, Julian. Lovely to have you on the show. So yes, uh, a slew of uh, court cases, right, that we've been seeing in the in the news, a couple involving Indigenous communities. So there's, of course, the uh, one happening over in Tamilo. So that's involving 147 Orang Asli from the Semai tribe. They are seeking a court declaration that they are holders of customary rights to the land in Kampung Poslana, and that's over in Kuala, Limpe, uh, Kuala Lipes. Also, the Tamiya tribesmen, you know, a follow-up for the case that they filed in 2019, claiming ancestral land rights for the community. Asule, maybe you can just share a little bit about what's happening with these two cases before we talk about what's happening in Sarawak. Yes, so so a lot of this information is available on the website of the Centre for Orang Asli Concerns, uh, you know, uh, on their Facebook page, actually, uh, COAC. Yeah? So do follow them to to see what 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 is happening. So as you, as you had rightly pointed out, it's two different groups, one in Pahang and one in um, Para. And basically what they are doing is going to court to uh, seek acknowledgement of legal acknowledgement of their, their, their uh, rights over their traditional lands. So the, the, the folks from uh, Pahang are actually seeking a court declaration that they are the sole holder of customary and land rights of post Lanai, right? Uh, they also want the government to gazette the village as an Orang Asli settlement, um, and they want to bar the defendants, uh, who include the federal and state governments, forestry department in Jakwa, from carrying out uh, any activities that harm the land, right? right. So uh, this is specifically because there's, there's a rare earth mine, uh, you know, that's, that's, been, that's going to uh, start operating in, in the area in their forest, in the Ulujarai forest, right? So uh, likewise, the same defendants are, are, are being called uh, as part of the Tamiya of Para um, la, lawsuit, right? And they are also asserting their rights for their traditional territories and asking for recognition of these rights. Um, in their case, they've also named the logging company because there's been logging that's been going on, right? That's right. Yeah, so uh, so that's happening in Sunanjong. And meanwhile, in Sarawak, um, and I believe you've had these um, these uh, good people on, so it's Safe Rivers who are a, a civil society organisation based in Sarawak, and they've been fighting for the uh, rights of indigenous peoples in uh, Sarawak. And basically, they have a lawsuit out against them um, by a huge timber company. Um, and this this was actually supposed to go into a dispute resolution process, right. uh, which actually both parties agreed on. And then um, I guess, you know, uh, just unhappiness over the number of statements that were still coming out by uh, Safe Rivers. Uh, and the company decided to uh, sue them for uh, defamatory statements. Uh, but they have a lot of, Safe Rivers has a lot of, um, what do you call it, support from all around the world, actually. I think they, they have said, uh, they have claimed there's about 160 organizations all over the world calling for this lawsuit to be dropped uh, because the lawsuit actually 
uh, is asking for a sum of 5 million ringgit in damages as well. So this is called a strategic litigation against public participation kind of um, lawsuit uh, or SLAP, S-L-A-P-P. Mm-hmm. Um, and the claims being made is uh, about um, FPIC, you know, the free prior informed consent from right. uh, local groups, right, to, yeah. to go in and log. Uh, the, the claims are also over whether the certification, sustainability certification is actually legit. Yeah. And I think... Um I mean, there have been many calls for the uh, timber company to drop the uh, to drop the the, the lawsuit. But I, from what I understand, uh, it, it is going to go through. It is going to happen uh, just next month, actually, right? Uh, just in the mid mid May, I think. So uh, we definitely need to keep an eye on that. But yes, there has been uh, that petition, you know. And as you mentioned, many many um, civil society organisations, you know, are asking the the timber company to drop the legal suit. So I, I'm yeah, it doesn't seem to have uh, had any sort of effect at the moment. But let's see what happens we'll keep an eye on that uh so yeah and and of course you know those two other cases that you mentioned involving kampung qnex and also uh, the orang asri semi tribe right so lots of cases to keep an eye on um, yeah you you mentioned petitions and there's actually a petition uh out on the safe rivers uh lawsuit as well as for the uh uh semi lawsuit as well mm-hmm. so there's there's petitions going out so you know if you feel that you want to give your support just go online and sign these petitions Okay, all right. And uh, just moving on, you know, we just celebrated Hari Raya. That's, uh, you know, the other reason why we're not uh, chatting on a Monday, uh, Siulin. But, um, and the topic of food waste tends to come up, right, during the, the month of Ramadan because of all the bazaars and things like that. Um, but I think you've been, uh, you found some interesting findings by an NGO uh, who distributed leftover food, uh, you know, and this involves the Malaysia Safe Food Program. Some interesting things that came up there. That's right. So this uh, group of youths, uh, they're called Gurma Malaysia Youth Organization, has been helping to distribute unsold food from all these Ramadan bazaars uh, since 2016, actually. So this project has been going on for, for quite a number of years. And basically, you know, there's a lot of realization that, that there's a lot of food waste. And what's interesting to me, and I didn't even think about this, actually, it's a lot of drinks that are actually being wasted as well. It's oh. just food. It's, as, as you know, drinks. So if you want to make fruit juices, you're actually using food, uh, you know, food products to make these juices, or you're using coconut water and stuff like that. And so so what they do is it's, it, they have this amazing Instagram page. So go check them out uh, because every single day that they went out to collect this food, it shows you how much actually food and drinks are actually being wasted. And they are collecting it and they're actually redistributing it uh, to to those who are in need, you know, PPRs and, and, and places like that. So uh, it's actually made me a little bit ill to see, you know, the accumulative amount of food. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what was interesting was um, that over the period of this last Ramadan, it collected uh, staggering 25 tonnes. Wow. Yeah, can you imagine? From only 55 Ramadan bazaars nationwide. Okay. And how many Ramadan bazaars do we have, you know? But kudos to these 1,400 volunteers who actually did this. Uh, so they have recorded everything over their Instagram and you can see it. And one of the things that struck me was um, the, the, the food. I wonder if you can guess what food it is that was most collected, that was most unsold. Um, I know. I, I, ca- I can't. <laughs> Curry? No. Well, Koi Moe. Koi Moe. Okay, okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, you know, they collected three tons within the first three weeks of Pasa or Koi. I mean, everybody loves a Koi, right? Mm-hmm. One yeah. would think. So why aren't people buying it? And they came up with a few ideas, you know. They think it's because it's already made. 
and packed. Mm -hmm. So you have to buy, say, that combination, or you have to buy two or three rather than buy one piece of each or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. And they also pack them for like, you know, in, in terms of like three for five ringgit or something like that. Right. So if you don't want five ringgit worth of koi, then you won't buy in it buy it you know I, I thought it was really interesting um, you know uh, the other thing also so so this is part of actually a ministry program the my safe food program is actually a ministry program and the 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 great thing is that they are going to extend it to night markets nationwide after Hari Raya so it's not just during Ramadan that food is wasted I think we all yeah. know Pasamalams hawker centers you know what happens to unsold food you know so so this was I thought quite interesting Okay, okay. Um, yeah, I mean, I only mentioned that it happens, you know, I think we just sort of think about it because of the, the Ramadan bazaars. But yeah, it is a, it's an ongoing problem. Uh, and I'm glad, you know, that these organizations are stepping in. Wonderful work, right, by the by these uh, NGO and these volunteers. So that's really wonderful. So they do have an Instagram page, right, just that which you can follow. Exactly. Yeah. So, so go, go, go on if you want to see, you know, how much was being uh, collected uh, for every, every single day. Uh, it's true. You know, I think maybe I think everybody should know the statistics by now. About 44 percent of all solid waste in Malaysia is actually food. Yeah. yeah so generally, every day, part of our lives, um, you know, almost almost half of what we throw away is actually food. Mm -hmm. Okay. It's an ongoing problem. Yes. So, okay. All right. So we will keep an eye on that as well. Um, and Sulin, uh, you know, just uh, before I spoke to you, I actually uh, spoke to Heng from Greenpeace Malaysia and he was talking about some uh, arts-related programs, uh, you know, related to the environment. So Greenpeace Malaysia, they're doing um, some arts activism through something that's called The Haze Coming Soon. Uh, there's an art exhibition. There's also like a film screening and things like that. But there are some other uh, ongoing events, right, that you wanted to highlight as well. Yeah, I, I love how art is being used in, in, in you know, environmental causes. So yes, absolutely go check out uh, the Greenpeace uh, exhibit in KL. Unfortunately, it's only in KL, but, you know, this is perhaps, you know, as a, the most industrialized area, mm -hmm. uh, we might be the, the biggest culprits in terms of producing haze. Uh, but anyway, that's, an, well, you've, you've already had that conversation with Hain. So, so something else actually that has been going on and it will uh, actually carry on in May and June is an exhibition um, featuring. Sabah artwork, uh, a very famous artist by the name of Yi Ilan, uh, has her has been collaborating with indigenous peoples as well as you know uh, different groups as well in Sabah, and she's brought this very interesting program down to KL, and it's called Borneo Heart in KL. That's the in Kuala Lumpur. That's the bigger sort of project. Uh, but do check out um, two of the sort of components of this at Ilham Gallery and Rumah Lukis, right? And basically what they do is they're looking at tikar. It's a mat, mm -hmm. right? It's woven. Uh, how it can be used as a medium for thinking about art, about power, about language, how we shape society. You know, we were just talking about you know, the the sort of court cases out against um, indigenous peoples, right? So, so this recognition of how they view the world, how they live life, how we view nature, all that sort of thing um, is is being, I think, explored in in this wonderful pieces of tikar art pieces. Um, and, and basically, she's been working with the Dusun and Murut weavers from Keningau, uh, as well as the Bajau Sama Dilau weavers. Mm -hmm. Now, the, the Bajaus especially, you know, face an additional issue of statelessness, uh, no IC, you know, lack of recognition, so therefore lack of uh, access to infrastructure, such as uh, clean water and all the rest of it. So so go check it out to look at this uh, wonderful art pieces that I think will, will make you maybe think a little bit um, about 
how people view the world. Uh, and also check out also Rumalukis because they have this thing called Balai Bikin. Uh, and it tells stories about the making of this tikka. Mm. Okay. Yeah, which will be actually uh, very interesting to, to to look at as well. And um, that one uh, focuses on the Pulau Omadal community. Pulau what, sorry? Omadal. Pulau, mm-hmm. Yeah, so they, that, that's a, a little island uh, of Sabah and it's, you know, uh, a lot of Bajau, Bajau Samadilaut uh, community live there. A lot of them are stateless. They do travel between the Philippines and uh, Malaysia, mm-hmm. you know. And again, you know, these, these natural, again, makes you think about these these unnatural constructs which are boundaries or state boundaries nation state boundaries um are they natural are they unnatural you know what does statehood mean and and all that and so through this different kinds of artwork um you know i, I think wonderful wonderful food for thought mm-hmm. and you've gone to check it out right Sulin? i have i have yeah it's, it's really really fantastic okay all right i haven't i haven't yet so yeah that's definitely on my to-do list so yeah really need to go check that out just just search for uh, i guess borneo heart in kuala lumpur and i think uh, all the resources will pop up Sulin, thank you so much uh for joining me today i've been speaking to wong Sulin, co-founder of makaranga if you'd like to uh, read the good work that makaranga does just head to their website that's makaranga.org if you miss any part of our chat today you can always search for the podcast at bfm.my slash earth you can also find it on the bfm app this has been earth matters on the bigger picture bfm 89.9 you have been listening to a podcast from bfm 89.9 the business station for more stories of the same kind download the bfm app